Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Read with your money, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Read with me, Michelle Martin, and we are live on radio, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube. So please watch us. I have a, such a special guest with me in the studio. Listen, when life throws you a curveball, what? do you do? How do you react? Do you allow that to flatten you out? Do you take some time to grieve? But then how do you move on? I think this book provides pretty much all the answers in the universe to bouncing back. Andrew Matthews, my friend who I met something like 10 years ago, is joining me in the studio. He's a best-selling author. His books have been translated into 48 languages, sold millions of copies worldwide. I am delighted to see you, Andrew. How are you? I'm well, Michelle, and I'm delighted to be here. It's just wonderful. Thank you for coming by. So is this book uh, number 11, 35 years in the publishing world, right? My first book was published first in Singapore in 1988, yes. Amazing. And in fact, in this book, you talk about how you got that publishing deal and how you had to overcome all the naysayers. To walk us through that strategy again, it's amazing. Well, my first book was actually a children's book, and I had heard that it can get tough to be published. So I, I've had a strategy. I thought if I make 60 copies of that manuscript and I, and I thought at least three are going to like it or maybe five, <laughs> and um, I got 60 rejections and then I got one person wrote to me twice so I had 61 rejections out of 60. <laughs> so I thought I need another book. And so I, I wrote my second book, Being Happy, I was a bit more selective. I sent that to 16 publishers for 16 rejections. Wow. Yeah. But publisher number 17 was a Singaporean publisher called Media Masters, and they sold 3 million copies. Go Media Masters. I am so happy to hear about how Singapore played a part in your success story as an author. Really, really incredible. But let's come back to the book, Bouncing Back. You're a cartoonist. You know, a lot of people say that your artwork as well has really lifted them up. What have some of the responses been to, to your books in terms of how it's changed people's lives? Oh, it's extraordinary. I, was, I just came from Penang and I met a lady who said, that I was going through rheumatoid arthritis in the 90s and she said I was just at the end of my tether and I, I just, I didn't know what to do and I came across your book, Being Happy. And she said, you're the reason I'm still here. Oh, it's just extraordinary stories. Amazing. 16-year-olds um, saying that you've changed their lives because they were feeling a certain way, really down. Yeah. And then they read Being Happy and it's just opened a new world for them. I I guess the thing that I've always wanted to do is create simple messages and then attach them to cartoons that people can remember. And a lot of books are really complex and really boring. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so what I've always sought to do is is hopefully not insult people by making it simple, but but my experience is that even brain surgeons like to read a simple book, the way they can read one sentence and get the message. Keeping it simple. Resilience is not a simple topic, though it's easy to talk about. It's hard to execute. Why did you want to write a book about resilience now? We're all bouncing back from something at any time. You know, whether we're bouncing back from eating too much or spending too much or a promotion that we hope to get. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We're all bouncing back in one way or another. What I like about this book, Andrew, is you would, you just about 
have included everything everybody needs to know about resilience and um, how to work their way towards resilience in this book. And you did it at a difficult time in, in your own life as well. Is that right? Uh, yeah, to say? my wife, uh, Julie, has been very ill for the last year. And so uh, while writing this book, I've also been her carer. And so it gave me a chance to focus on, you know, what are the things that resilient people do? And I came up with seven. And oh, okay. Okay. And I won't make you go through all seven because yep. I'm going to keep this interview short to make sure that you have what is left of your voice because Andrew is going to be making his only public presentation in Singapore. Andrew will also be speaking at the Singapore University of Social Sciences as part of Wellness Week. I'm mad about wellness myself. Um, I'm doing some postgraduate work in psychotherapy. I'll be at a mental wellness conference next month also talking about you know the very important need for wellness, particularly in the world of work. Um, Andrew will be be speaking and presenting all over Singapore, but he's here with me in the studio to talk about bouncing back. Andrew, I am a warrior, and in this book, you talk about how you know how it's important to deal with worry mm. if you want to bounce back. Can you yep. talk a little bit about that? I can. Imagine that you were going to pack all of the clothes that you might need to wear and all of the food you were going to eat over the next five years and put it all into a massive sack and carry it around on your back. And eventually you'd collapse. I mean, you're not designed to carry that kind of load. Yeah. Similarly, if you were to make a list of all of the things that you need to do in the next five years and all the things that could go wrong in the next five years, you would also probably go nuts because you're not designed to carry that kind of load. Yeah. But you are equipped to deal with life in 24-hour compartments. And at some point, we just have to get it that all you can do is do your best until bedtime and let tomorrow take care of itself. Love that. All you can do is do your best till bedtime. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Because I started to fool myself into thinking that I can listen and watch two things at one time. You know, these days we're watching YouTube and we're reading a book and you're talking to someone on the phone. But... As you say, it's important to realize that we only have 24 hours and being in the here and now is where the power is. This is where your power it's is. It's all we can do. To do. It's all you can do. Andrew Matthews is my guest. We're talking about his new book, Bouncing Back. Can we cultivate more resilience, do you think? Absolutely. And one of the ways we do it is by recognizing that we're not the only ones that are challenged. And so in Bouncing Back, what I sought to do was share stories of the widest variety of people. 60 people. 60 people. Yeah. And some of them are short stories, like two paragraphs and some maybe a page or two. People that I know that have inspired me and people that I just know about that have inspired me and I got inside their stories. Yeah, Nick Vujic makes it to your book and I, I you know, hosted an event with him once when he was in Singapore. Amazing man. No limbs. Yes. Now he's married to a beautiful wife, four kids. Yes. Uh, has a charity is all about no limits, that man is. Isn't it? He, yeah. He's helping people who are far more able than he is. But he, And a lot of people would say, well, let them help themselves. I've got no arms and no legs. But Nick says, I can do it. I can help. And that's where the joy is in saying I can be of service somehow. Yeah. So we can very much cultivate it. And I think one of the first things that we do is understand that very often what we thought was breaking us is probably making us those things that we thought, this is the last kind of challenge that I needed, it may be just what you 
did need to make you a better person or a better employee or a, a more resilient person? Yeah, that's why I like the acceptance piece that you talk about in this book. How maybe the first thing you need to do if you want to get over anything that has pinned you down in life is accepting the way things are. Because a lot of time we spend a lot of energy fighting, questioning, saying it's not fair, yep. you know, and skewing and yes. all that. Yeah. Why is acceptance so important? Because acceptance is power. Well, we, we perhaps grow up believing that if we accept something, then we're stuck with it. But the fact is that we're not stuck with it. That's, that's the point from which we move on. Uh, I wrote another book called Happiness in Hard Times, and the first chapter dealt with acceptance. And I got a, a call from a man who had been abused as a child by a priest. My goodness. He said, I've been trying for 30 years to deal with everything I've been through. And he said, yours is the first book that ever said the first step is acceptance. And he said, it's just changed everything for me. Amazing story. So you, you can't change what's happened, but you, can't, you can change how you proceed and how you view it. Why do you say in this book, what's the link between honour and resilience? Honour? Hmm. Can you explain it? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you could explain it because you talk a little bit about maybe Maybe I don't call it honour, so I'm just trying to, trying to understand. <laughs> I'm trying to understand too. I think you, it, it ties in with this whole idea of acceptance because acceptance has to start with self-acceptance. Yes. And to some extent, honouring yourself. Yes. And well, I, I think um, in taking responsibility, if that's yeah, a part of it, yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and also in saying that, you know, I'm responsible for how my life happens. I can't choose everything that happens to me, but I can choose how I respond to it. You say don't waste time with the it's not fairs? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the unhappiest people you know, um, they spend their life saying it shouldn't be like this. The government should do something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the happiest people say, whatever crazy stuff is happening in my life, I choose to be happy anyway. You say in life, you either make excuses or you make things happen. Yeah, that is actually a quote. Let me tell you about – that Please. is a quote. yeah. Okay, I was in Bangsa Village Shopping Centre in KL and my wife Julie was in a jewellery store so I wasn't <laughs> – I was hanging and wandering around outside. This guy came up to me and he said, um, are you Andrew Matthews? And I looked at his phone. He had a picture of me on his phone. He was on my website and he looked quite emotional. So I – I said, looks like you've got a story. Let's go have a coffee at Starbucks. And he said, I'm Teku from Indonesia. And he said, when I was 20, I was so broke, I could only afford to eat maybe once every two days. I didn't even own a shirt. I had to borrow my wife's, no, my girlfriend's blouse to go to university. And he said, someone loaned me the Indonesian version of your book being happy and he said I'd never read a book that wasn't a textbook before and he said I learned two things number one I choose my thoughts and number two it would help me if I set some goals and he leaned forward and he said I'm now the Asian business manager of a multinational corporation he said I fly business class around the world I own a and he said, I wouldn't say this to anyone else, but I can tell you. He said, I own a BMW. My children go to international schools. And I keep in touch with him. So he got promoted to Dubai, went to Houston, back to KL, back to how he's just been promoted again. Now he's been 
job hunted by another My mod. Goodness. He's been uh, amazing story. And and so I last had breakfast with him two weeks ago in Kuala Lumpur. If I scratch this book hard enough, do you think some of that luck will come my way? <laughs> no, I think, you know, life is what you make of it. And I think that's what your book talks about so beautifully and brilliantly. The book is titled Bouncing Back, How You Rebound from Disappointment and Disaster. Andrew Matthews, thank you for being here with me today. It is my pleasure, Michelle. Thank you. Well, come back, I hope. I would love to. <laughs> this is Read With Me, Michelle Martin. Keep reading, everybody. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.